Thank you to the media team who put together a really wonderful trailer. Thank you to Andrew who's got me up 15 minutes late. Who <laughs> wants to be prayed for to be filled by the Holy Spirit? Should we just... just... Alright, oh, let's genuinely just scrap that. Um, Jesus help us. I love Jesus so much. I really love him. And it really shows when I'm not spending time with him. It really shows when I'm not connecting with him. This morning I want to say, are you vitally united with him? Are you vitally united with God? Our reading this morning is from John 15. You can turn there if, if you want. That's the, the, the least we'll do is, is, is read through that. Because it's packed full of, of some challenging but powerful stuff. Um, should we read it now? Nick thinks we should read it now. Let's read it now. Jesus, help us. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It is incredible that we get to read your word, that, that we get to be rescued again to your perspective. Lord, we need that. The amount of messages we receive day in, day out that try and shape our spirituality, that try and form us spiritually. Jesus, thank you for your word in our language that we can understand. And thank you for your Holy Spirit at work making sense of it. Would you do some dynamite connections this morning in us that we would be changed and transformed. Amen. Amen. This is Jesus talking to uh, a bunch of his followers he'd spent three years with investing into. Uh, it, hadn't, it wasn't a particular course. It wasn't like a discipleship course like you might imagine we would put on. It was living close proximity to. Uh, before he heads off, if you want, you can put it down for a second so they can see my lovely face. That's all right. Um, before, they, uh, before Jesus heads off, uh, he knows he's going to die and then he's going to go to the Father. The Holy Spirit's going to come. Sorry for this plotted version of history, powerful history. Um, he, he, he says, look, you know the way to the Father. You know the way. And they're like, hang on a minute. We've been following you. We're, we're trying to figure it out. What, we don't know the way. Because they were thinking about a formula. They were thinking about a 12-step program. They were thinking about... 16 things to do before breakfast that will help you be the most successful person in the world or whatever it is they were trying they were trying to grasp something he said no you know the way and then he said i am the way the truth and the life this morning i want to remind us that the way the way for us to be fruitful the way for us to walk with god is a person it's a relationship with a person I'm married and have been married for 14 years uh, to probably the best person in this room. Um, terms and conditions may apply. Um, but <laughs> and, and there are times when, I, when, I, when in connection with God, I, I have a, a, a moment of inspiration as a husband. I think, this is another way I can love Karis. Great. I'm going to take a tea in the morning. Oh, I'm, I'm going to take a breakfast in the morning. I'm going to try and be a bit better at emptying the dishwasher and... All these different things. I'm going to try and use some words. I'm going to try and write some cards because the love language is, is words. I'm going to try and do that a little bit more. And there's been times in, in the past where Karis has not been hearing my love in all those different things, which is incredibly frustrating and probably due to her brokenness. But it might also... <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Uh, but... <laughs> But sometimes it's also because I've got into a routine of love, not a relationship of love. I felt God challenged me about that a couple of years ago. Or was it a couple of days ago? Um, 
David, it's because you're in a routine of love. You're doing the things you do every single day and you've learned to do from moments of inspiration, but you're not doing them out of a relationship of love. That's why Karis is struggling to hear it from you because you're doing a whole bunch of things that you think are the right bunch of things to do and you're not actually interacting with, hearing from, spending time with Karis. I could be a Karis expert. It doesn't mean I'm in relationship with Karis. Does that make sense? And I get, I, I've got that wrong in the past. Sorry, my love. Uh, let's read, the, uh, let's read these, these verses that talk about how to, how to be in relationship, how to be fruitful. This is what Jesus said, having said, I am the way. He said to them, gathered there, he said, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from God, you can do nothing. Some strong statement there. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned or put into the compost. Modern speech. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, and the, the Amplified Bible talks about this remaining as in being vitally united. Vitally united, I think, is a really helpful phrase. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Who's up for that? Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. You're walking down the street, connecting with someone who's broken their leg. Jesus, ask that this leg would be healed. Whatever it might be, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Why? For his glory. It's for his glory. It's not so we can buzz off something that happened through us. It's for his glory. The problem is, in our walk with God, we end up getting caught up into the routine of the things that come out of relationship with him. And we end up doing it for our benefit. I do. I end up doing it for my benefit. I also end up getting incredibly frustrated with God when he doesn't continue to work for my benefit alone. He knows it will be for my benefit long term, but it's not for my benefit in the moment. And that means I get frustrated with God. I end up praying to him about the things that I want and not just spending time with him. I end up being more Mary than Martha, if you know that story. I haven't got time to go into it now, but sitting with Jesus, sitting with the one who loves you. I think there's probably a lot of people in this room who are finding life at the moment frustrating, finding life pressured and stretched. And I think some of that is because we aren't vitally united with the one who is life. We're not vitally united. I'm starting to get into gardening a little bit. And, and now and again, I get into trying to chop back some of the big hedges that are going on. And, and generally, it means me at the top of a ladder with some, um, some whatever they are. Dance moves. Who said dance moves? <laughs> Um, just chopping away at some bits and then now and again as I've cleared it all and put it in the bin now and again I look out maybe four days later and I realise there's a bit that I missed that I chopped no I chopped off but it's still in the head somewhere you know how I can tell? it's yellow or brown and the rest is green some of your lives are yellow and brown because you're not making space 
for the one who is your life. You've become disconnected. You are being spiritually formed. Every single person in this room, every single day is being spiritually formed by ideologies, by, by all sorts of thinking that the world sends to you. You, are, you have so many messages. I think we might do a little video just in a moment. We'll need some audio on the video if we can, Jamie. Thanks if you can find it, Nick. Um, you are being formed by the things that you see um, and by, by spiritual forces in the world. This is a video of some of the formation that was happening in me this week. Isn't it a great advert? I just love the idea of these cars sneaking out for some like, crazy stuff at night when Dad's not looking and then sneaking back in before, before they get noticed. That was the theme in case you, it was lost on you. The point is, was it really lost on you? Are you serious? Do we have to play that again? No, I'm joking. They're all sneaking out, doing crazy things that those Audis can do, apparently. Um, and then they sneak back in before their dad notices. So funny. Anyway, the point is, the point is, I would really like an Audi Q5, whatever it is, whatever that range is, because I watched it and I'm being, there's so many messages that we, that we are subject to, day in, day out, that make life out there look really attractive. If you want life and adventure, just spend £44,995. Or even better, just spend six grand this month, and for the next 24 months, £600. That didn't do the math though, please don't check that. The point is, we just become slaves to what someone else says is life. And it's not life. Only life is Jesus. And I'm telling you, you are bombarded with too many messages that that contradict the message of the person of Jesus and the life that he has for you. And your, your hearts and your heads are so busy and you're so frustrated and I'm so frustrated and there's no clarity and peace. And we're not vitally united to the one who is able to give you everything that you ask for in his name. Everything you ask for. And I see in this room God raising up an army of people who are pumped for the Jesus stuff. And are done with driving Audis, no offence to the Audi drivers. They're, they're, whoops. Uh, <laughs> I should have used that piece of paper. I, I, I did not slag Audi drivers off in the actual written version. Um, but you get what I mean. It's not enough. It's not enough, but God is raising up an army in here, in Cheltenham, around the place, who are just saying, look, we can't do this anymore. Our souls are literally depressed. We have not got the space and the time to process the truths. It's like a magna doodle. Ah, just a magna doodle that's just got messages all over the place. And this is our hearts. And then, and then someone else comes along. We have a conversation at the school gate. And, and we end up feeling like a, just a rubbish parent because of someone else's perspective or someone else's word. And then someone puts something on WhatsApp that's just unhelpful. Mum. Uh, and, <laughs> and then there's all sorts of influences. And all sorts of words that other people speak or your spouse or your partner or someone has a grumpy day and says something about you that really cuts deep and there's all sorts of definition and all sorts. And God, the Father, is just saying, remain in me, abide in me, come. I absolutely love you. I know you. Just spend some time in silence and solitude. Is it working? Phew. Just spend some time in silence and solitude. Please. Please give me your heart again. Don't wait for a week. Don't wait for new wine. Don't wait for Sunday. Make time. Abide in me. 
See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy that depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. Please, Lord, help us. Um, Okay. I think that'll do. I think that'll do. Let's, no, let's read a quote from Simon Gulliband, because we like him, don't we? Uh, if you want to go into a bit more detail, this, this has been a really good book that I've got halfway through. It could end badly, so apologies if you buy it. Um, so, <laughs> I'm so tired right now, but it's, God is good. Right, this is from More Than Conquerors. This guy seems to think is an action man guide to to discipleship. When it comes to our spiritual lives, we can't be dependent on highs, engendered through large meetings or conferences, because our lives are not lived out on a daily basis at such venues. We need to nurture our relationship with Christ through disciplined times of regular intimacy. We do. There's a great quote by a guy called Kurt Thompson about neuroplasticity in the brain and how it fires and if we want to be living kingdom life and kingdom thoughts we have to make sure that our, that we are firing regularly in the same direction it takes practice your mind needs training you need truth you need to meditate on scripture you need times of silence and solitude you need to be reading the word but let's just remind ourselves of some of the words that have already come out this morning from, from that amazing time. I'm so grateful that Andrew made space for us to hear what God was saying to us as a body. It's not by might or by power, but by his spirit alone. Taps, we need to be connected to the source. We need to be connected. Who is this coming out of the desert, leaning on their beloved? God is saying, you're leaning on me. There's something powerful about this season for us as a church where we are again going, we cannot do it without him. We need to lean into him. What can we be doing daily to let his spirit flow through us? Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff on that website that we can get access to. There's a whole bunch of things. Be watchful of the enemy. Be watchful of what the enemy wants to put in your path that will derail you, rob you of life under the guise of something new and something special and fun. If we know Jesus, we will recognize him and we won't be distracted. Lord. Should we pray? Should we invite God to to move in us? I just sense God saying to us as a body, I love you I love you Holy Spirit come and help us help us to believe that help that to sink in deeply for us to us and you're visiting, we, we, we love to make time for God in this space. We love to open our hearts to him. You might not know him, this might be unfamiliar to you, or well, thank you for being with us in this moment, but we're going to invite the Holy Spirit.
Sometimes we open our hands as a sign that we are hungry, that we want to receive the gift. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. So come, Holy Spirit, move. I think God wants us to move. I think um, I'm really, I'm really excited that we're looking at spiritual disciplines. In case you missed it, that's what we're we're talking about. That's what the Walking with God series is all about: is practices that help us. And I think there's something significant about us actually moving, how we move, how we position ourselves to receive what He has for us. And so I think there's a whole bunch of us that need to move forward, need to come forward. Now we do this most of the time, but I just think specifically just to come forward and say, I am moving myself. I'm gonna start right now. I wanna do it throughout this week. I want to <coughs> position myself differently to be, to be known and to be, and to be intimate and to remain in Him. So I'm hoping that's loads of us, but if, that's, if you know this, God's just been stirring you this morning. Why don't you come forward? I'd love, I'd love to pray for you. I'd love, I'd love for more people to come than there is space. Don't, don't, don't not come because there isn't space. Thank you for coming right forward. Jesus. doesn't now divide us in, into those that are engaging and those that are not. I know that we're, we're all engaging. We're all, please keep, keep attentive to what God's doing. And Lord, thank you. Thank you for the, the symbolic nature of this move. This move, this bunch of people that say, I, I want to move out of the comfortable and into the ready. I speak that over you guys. God is moving you out of the comfortable and into the ready. You're in a ready place. He's calling you to make yourself ready. And that isn't comfortable. It is going to be costly. I bless you with costliness. And it might involve some cutting. It might involve God cutting you. Who's up for that? Jesus, come and prune us. That's what God does with growth. That's what God does with maturity, with growth, and with, with heart. He prunes us. So God, I just pray your blessing of readiness on, on these people, on, on these who've, who've come forward. Bless them in Jesus' name. Moving them up, stirring a hunger then. Stirring a hunger right now. We're just gonna wait. Holy Spirit, come. just encourage all of us there might just be this might be a moment for us to say 
Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've lived not in you. I feel like that withered branch. Will you reconnect me? I want to turn the opposite direction and walk with you. However you want to put words on that. Jesus, we're sorry. I want to declare as a church that we are sorry, God, where we have not remained in you. Where we have been in a a rhythm of love with you. Where we've been in routines rather than relationship. Jesus, help us. Help us, God. over you guys at the front here you are going to have such fun this week with him you're going to have such fun with your father in heaven there's something about getting into his word being isolated solitude just such fun and it's almost like your hearts now are just leaping with with joy I feel like he's just wooing you wooing you again like like a, a date you've longed for and you've booked the table and he's, he's saying there's, there's something about setting that time aside. And you might know, not know what it looks like. You might, and the website will help, but the voice of God in this moment might also help. Why don't you just engage with him and go, God, what does it look like for this week? Just show me this week how I can be ready for you. moment we've got we've got still got a chunk of time before kids definitely need picking up yeah why don't you just let some prayers rise from from your hearts I want to begin to worship just just from from your heart let it rise let the love for God rise There's a sense for some of us that God wants to wipe that page for you. He wants to come and magna doodle. He just wants to come and, and clear where your head has been busy, where your heart has been compromised, where your devotions have been distracted. He's just coming and he's wiping. He's wiping clean. Jesus, would you do that in my heart, in my mind now? Would you wipe clean? Would you create a fresh slate in Jesus' name? His wiping is clean. Wiping us clean. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wiping us clean. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. 
um, I just get um, I just got the words. If I don't run, I'll get run over. And that there are there are people who are striving that they are fearing stopping because they're fearing that if they stop, everything will fall apart. And I just feel like the Father's saying, "No, I set your feet in a spacious place, and I give you a firm place to stand." I set your feet in a spacious place and I give you a firm place to stand. So be still and know that I am God. And so I just sense him wanting to just break that fear. So I'm just going to pray. I'm going to pray that. So right now, Father, I thank you for the power that is in your name. And right now I break any fear that is causing people to strive particularly in any uh, just sense businesses or, or in, in a workplace, there's a striving. I just right now speak stillness over that and I break that fear and I pray perfect love in that if that is you, that your feet would be set in a spacious place. Father, come lift, lift now the weight that some of these have been carrying. Lift the weight, I pray. And I just hear him speaking, be still and know that I am God. And see him saying that over your situation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Well, it, it might be that in stepping out, that was, the, that was a, something of significance for you. It might be that there's more people who want to come up and pray now. But can I just invite us to some holy mess? Now you might want to turn to some of the people around you and just, just pray for each other. It might be that we need some people to come forward and pray. Um, it might be you want to turn to each other. You haven't come forward, but you want to ask God to help you this week to make space, to prioritize, to hunger after him, to remain in him. Let's just do that. The band are going to lead us in worship.